everybody. It is I, the Skywalker. <laughs> and welcome to a court of books and booze. That was so embarrassing. <laughs> Here with you today are Jessica and Amanda, my two lovely co-hosts. How's it going? A little freaked out. <laughs> it's going good until a couple seconds ago. He's screaming at us. My goodness. Well, you keep telling me. Change it up. So that's the Golden J intro. We got the, hmm. got the kid peeking through the window and you screaming in our <laughs> ears. It's ah, spooky it's season. October. <laughs> We're into the spooky season. Ooh. Ooh. I'm a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what are, what are we calling this? Is it Booktober? Hmm, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Booktober. Booktober. So hmm. the two we'll have four books for Booktober, but two of them will be milk and cookies. Right. Mm-hmm. Fun. Spooky books. Well, we have books every week. <laughs> We're on the creepy side, though. Yeah. yeah. Creepy... Delving into thrillers and horror. I don't know. What's the other? I think both of them are probably psychological thrillers, aren't they? Yeah. I'd say so. So, yeah. We're tackling some a genre that we haven't really dived into up to this point. Dived. Dived. Dove. Dove. Delved would be better. English is hard. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, weather's getting colder. Halloween decorations are going up. Mm -hmm. Flannels are coming out. I was going to say, my t-shirts are becoming long sleeves, and <laughs> I'm wearing a sweater almost every day now. It's Henley season for me. I'm in heaven. Me too. <laughs> oh, boy. So these are those moments in the podcast when I immediately become the third wheel. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. You can make comments like that, too. Nick? <laughs> Where are you at? We loved that <laughs> flannel you were wearing earlier in that one picture. He wore that today to work, actually. Really? Yeah. That whole outfit, minus the weird hair that Does he had in that picture. The longer. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. He was feeling the flannel today. I like the color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That is fall. Love me some flannels. Flannels and sweaters, my go-to. Basic. I'm a cardigan girl. Yeah. Love the fall weather. Like, shorts and sweatshirts, favorite combination. Honestly. Like, if I wear athletic so shorts and a baggy sweatshirt, I love it. With my socks and my sandals. <laughs> Such a sporty girl. <laughs> sporty spice over here. I would be, too. Absolutely. I would be. What a time. <laughs> what is, uh, Jessica, what's your favorite thing about fall? That's tricky because, like, I've got a few, like, things. Fall things. I like the color changing. And it getting a little cooler. And rainy fall days. Mm -hmm. Good one. Yeah. Good one. Good one. How about you? 
Um, sweatshirts and football season. It's like the best, best way to spend a Sunday. Curled up with a big old sweatshirt with a football game on. And and a football. Curled <laughs> up with a sweatshirt and a football. With a football. In my hand. <laughs> I love football season. About you. Fall bonfires. Ooh. Summer yeah. ones suck. They're not as good. <laughs> but, okay. yeah. Yeah, just sitting around a campfire in the fall. Something about it. Yeah. Even though we haven't really done it. Not yet. The past few years, but. I feel like, yeah, we do it more in the summer. But I also feel like it's because, you know, the kids can stay up later because there's no school and things like that. Yeah. During the fall when they're back, they more of structure. Fall activities and stuff going on. Yeah. That's also, honestly, like, really fun. I love doing stuff with the kids. Like, yeah. if we go apple picking and stuff like that, I really enjoy that. It's fun with them. Which side note, we're doing that next Saturday. If you want to go, we're going to do apple picking and dunes picnic. Okay. So. Okay. If I'm not, you know. Just letting you know. I don't even know what I'm doing that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you do. Barely. You're coming here for planning for Japan. No, because that's Sunday. Today's Friday. Fuck, I keep thinking <laughs> it's Saturday. <laughs> you have soccer upon soccer. Soccer and soccer. Yes, yes, yes. Good God. Why am I stuck on it being Saturday? Don't rush the weekend away. Yeah, stop. Can't do that. You got soccer in the morning, too. I know. Yeah. How did pictures go? Fine, other than just corralling cats, you know, with their Pretty much. Did you see that kid that literally ran out onto our field and, like, kicked our ball during our scrimmage? No. <laughs> Was it in the yellow shirt? Like yeah. One of our... Mm-hmm. No, I missed that. Mm-hmm. I saw, like, a little one-year-old that ran out onto the field, and the dad was like, oh, don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. (laughs) They're kids. (laughs) What can you do? You can be uh, your girls who are like, stop hanging on the goal. Well, it does bend them, so I don't. No, I believe it. Nobody. Yeah, nobody ever listens. Well, with when the 40 freaking yellow shirted kids were out there nobody was saying a thing so i was at least telling aspen to stay off there but like there were other parents just standing around letting them climb all over it yeah yeah it bends the frame and then we have to get new ones a lot sooner yeah well i mean you can see it even with one kid on there you can see it flexing yeah just bowing a bit yep yeah, it's kind of crazy. But then you get, like, the older kids that are bigger, like, middle schoolers that are doing it. And, and it's it just... ruins it, yeah. 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 They should know better, but... Yeah. It is what it is. They're more ornery then. We just got those, too, so... Yeah. <laughs> kids. Mm-hmm. We, uh... Last Saturday, we left the game. Or we were sitting around after the game talking one of the kids took the uh, one of those electric scooters and just rode it straight through the field oh yeah forgot about that i believe it what a time they're the reason we can't have nice things <laughs> children <can't>, yes <laughs> can't drive my golf cart up to the field and don't need to do that we have camp chairs for a reason golf carts way more comfortable I think than people camp chair. people do it at varsity games though 
They're not supposed to anymore. But say, but should they? Yeah, I don't think they were supposed to anymore. I didn't. I don't even know really what happened with the whole ordinance thing that went through. It was discussed, but I get it. I do. I went. It was a two-hour meeting. Yeah. You were there for two hours. Yep. Holy shnikes. Mm-hmm. It was a long night. Anyway. Yep. Bonfires, football. It's a good time. I haven't uh, I haven't been watching football this year. I was kind of soaking it in through the internet because <laughs> the the area we live in sucks for live games. It's true. I don't I don't care about the Colts. I don't care about the Bears. <laughs> Both are not great. So why would I want to watch their games? Put on at least something interesting for me at four thirty. Well, you know, there's plenty of college football on Saturday. Yeah, but. And you can watch anything on Thursday. I can stream whatever on Thursday nights. It's not a big deal. The Thursday night games aren't any better. Who was it this week? It was the 49ers. 49ers and... The Rams. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who cares? (laughs) A lot of people, actually. (laughs) Sports. I just want to watch Seahawks and Chiefs. You're in the wrong region. Hey, but you know what? Our worlds are combining because I heard a rumor that Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are dating. Remind me to send you like three different videos <laughs> later. <laughs> I doubt it's true until confirmed otherwise, but that's what I heard. <laughs> confirmed by somebody other than his brother. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Kelsey is so funny because he goes on this this radio show and he's like, I don't know, it might be 100% true or whatever. And then he flips his story completely (laughs) an hour later. It's funny. I love the Kelsey brothers. They're so funny. Mm -hmm. Honestly, you should watch some of their stuff. They're actually hilarious. I was showing her a clip of the, uh, is it Kylie Kelsey, Jason's wife? went on their podcast, New Heights, and they were telling stories about how her and Jason met on Tinder, and it was it was a really, really good episode. Way out of network, but if you guys get a chance, go check out New Heights and Indiana Chiefs fans, because I think they discussed the Travis the football. rumors. Right. They discussed the football. The football. Yeah. Didn't he misplace a Super Bowl ring? Yeah, his, his brother got it instead. Oh, wow. That's not what I mean at all. <laughs> See, I know the sport. Travis or Jason? I don't remember. I know. I think one of them did. But yeah, I think they like did a big old interview about it. <laughs> oh, wow. The disrespect. Too funny. I crack myself up sometimes. So what are you guys drinking tonight? Wine. Twisted tea. Drinking some boozy iced tea. The two turn Tony edition. Say by who? (laughs) This guy was gonna buy me some frozen quesadillas at Meyer today. In case it sounds so good right now. But they were all out, so he bought me a bottle of wine instead, because, you know. Good substitute. Yeah. 
balance. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Banquet brand has these frozen quesadilla triangles that I swear are the same exact ones that our high school served at lunch <laughs> for a certain meal, like same flavor and everything. And uh, yeah, so they're they're nice sometimes when you want that little hint of nostalgia. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm, I also like chili and soups when it comes to fall. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. soup season. I mean, I I'll eat I'll eat chili anytime, but man, I really up it during fall. I like I like getting back into my combat boots, mm. my biker boots, your biker boots. I don't wear for the summer. Yeah, that's when you know fall's here. Chili sounds good too. I'm hungry. Make some chili. I can't. It's late. Oh, I mean today. I might tomorrow. Here you go. Sounds good. I love chili so much. <laughs> I love Nick's chili. Nick makes a really good chili. Have we had that before? Mm-hmm. I feel like we have. Yeah. He brought it over. One soup party. Yeah, when we did the... Uh, we did some party where people brought over a bunch of different soups or something. That was a good time. Yeah, we should start doing those again. I'm down. Yeah. Theme barbecues, too. Then we can have your bonfires. It's planned for January. We'll do a bring your own soup. <laughs> what? Bonfire in January. <laughs> no, I'm talking about soup. <laughs> this is like a barbecue in January. I'm still on soup, and you're moving on. Bring your own bonfire. Because we used to do all these different theme things. So I was I like, know. oh, yeah, we did a theme barbecue once. And then you're like, yeah, let's do something in January. It's like theme barbecue in January I mean. with a little bonfire. I'm I'm down with that. We go to the hot tub all the time. It would be essentially similar. For real. Just bundle up around a fire. I'm all for it. In the snow. That would be cool. And damp. I'm good. Yeah, listen. Once this, once the snow comes in, don't be a baby. Uh, I'm getting old. It hurts my knees. The snow hurts your knees. The cold hurts my knees. Everything hurts your knees. That's a little whiner. <laughs> my knees are my worse knees. than yours. Suck it up. That's just but did you fall on a trampoline at Sky Zone one time at a birthday party? <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't funny. It was. It really was. It really wasn't. No, not the situation, <laughs> but me. <laughs> Isn't that what happens at Sky Zone, though? Yeah. How old were you? <laughs> Answer the question. 28? It wasn't Skylar's birthday party. No, it was more than two years ago. Mm, I don't remember them. Maybe it was three or four years ago, honestly. doesn't matter. Either way, it's funny. You're in your late 20s at a kid's birthday party. Just playing with the kids. Having mm. fun. When else are you supposed to be at a kid's birthday party? Sky Zone's a fun place as long as you don't blow out your knee. I've never been there because I have bad knees. <laughs> yeah, I learned my lesson. No more trampolines for me. You have been since. You just didn't get on the trampoline. For good reason. Zip line all have no more though. knees to take out. They're going to have to take out your elbows the next time. Oh, God, don't say that. You imagine just my elbow, like, bent the other way. It's <laughs> gross. Don't you watch videos about that? 
limbs moving the wrong way. They're nasty. Gross. That one time Andrew Silva's leg decided wanted to hug the other guy's leg. Bro, bro. Oh my god, I saw that. I hate those videos. They're so bizarre. I can't handle that. And then they slow it down and you really get in there and poof. You'd never catch me in a medical profession. Mm -mm. Yeah, I couldn't do it either. Just watching Aaron Rodgers. Uh, no. Achilles. Achilles pop was hilarious. It was just a little. I know, but I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's get into this book. This is Don't Let Her Stay by Nicola Sanders. Uh, published in February of this year, 2023. Page counts 283, and trigger warnings include death, murder, domestic abuse, gaslighting, emotional abuse, and violence. This book follows new mother Joanne taking time off from her career to be a stay-at-home mom. She's married to Richard and lives the ideal, picturesque life in a dream home. As the story escalates, it evolves from seemingly contemporary romance to having so much more drama, lies, and commotion than that, and will constantly have you questioning everything, even yourself. Though Richard and Joanne have their daughter, Evie, Richard actually also has a 20-year-old daughter named Chloe from his past marriage that he has been estranged with for a couple years now. After Chloe chooses to re-enter his life, Joanne's life is turned upside down, and Joanne quickly finds out that Chloe does not like her. Her tone is rude, and she's often making degrading remarks. Chloe is constantly gaslighting Joanne, lying and sneaking around behind her back. Once Joanne reports all these lies to Richard, and he doesn't believe her either, and appears to be oblivious toward his own daughter's behavior, and then subsequently aggressive and demeaning to Joanne. Early on, Joanne decides to remotely return to her job, and the couple make an arrangement with the unwilling Chloe to babysit Evie when needed. On her first day back at the job, Joanne is on a video call when Evie begins to cry louder and louder. She goes to tend to her daughter, only to find out that Chloe has completely disappeared from the house. Once the afternoon passes, Joanne confronts Chloe about her irresponsibility upon her return, but Chloe claims Joanne never asked her to babysit on that particular day. She lies and then accuses Joanne of having memory loss. Later on, when Joanne reports the incident back to Richard, he dismisses her and deems it a misunderstanding. It grows increasingly more obvious that Richard seems to be oblivious to his daughter's behavior. Uh, because Joanne's own mother suffered from paranoia post-birth, Richard conveniently chooses to blame any of Joanne's issues on her mother's poor mental health genes. This is just one of the many many instances where Joanne is gaslit by Chloe and unintentionally her husband. Ominous events continue to take place as the story progresses and Joanne gains frustration with Richard's complete disregard for what Chloe is doing right under his nose. His inability to acknowledge any wrongdoing on Chloe's behalf is aggravating which, with each issue that arises. Once Joanne begins to feel unsafe around Chloe, she digs into her past, discovering a lot surrounding Richard's late wife, 
and finding out that he had yet another child. She finds out that they both mysteriously died around the same time and when Chloe was present. Nearing the end, Richard leaves for a work conference abroad, and in a shocking turn of events, Joanne finds out that Chloe might just be the wrong person she's worrying about. While someone is in fact trying to kill her and her baby, she may have had it wrong the entire time. Or does she? Spooky! I gotta, I gotta say, this, this book... From the first page, had me at the edge edges of my seat. Good. I mean, it was like it was just this constant like back and forth between. Okay, is Joanne actually a psycho, or is Chloe a psycho, or is Richard a psycho, or is the baby a psycho? Mm. Right. And then I mean, it was. I I. Liked it. <laughs> good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was a good thriller. It. I, we talked about this earlier. It gives gives me Verity vibes because Definitely. it was very much like the whole like back and forth and what's gonna happen next and. But yeah, I thought it, I thought it was an interesting interesting read. Um, I hate Richard. I'm gonna say it. Hate him. Don't like him. Not a fan. Um, it was very, her idea of a perfect marriage and what a perfect life looks like is very old school. Oh my gosh. Like the whole, you know, do everything for your husband, serve him. He's the man of the house, you know, stay at home mom, white picket fence, what he says goes, second guess yourself. Yeah. It it was very old school. Adjusting to that was very hard. <laughs> that's just not how I that's just not how I think. And I know there are people out there that do, and that's totally fine. That's just not my way of thinking. I'm too independent for that. I was raised too independent from that. So that was that was a little hard to get through because there were moments where I'm just like slapping my head with the book, like, come <laughs> on, woman. I had the absolute pleasure of getting to watch Amanda read this book. We don't often get that. Sometimes I get to watch Skylar read a book, but I never get to watch Amanda read a book because, you know, we always are typically in our own space. Yeah. But that's not what happened this time because we had a girls weekend away and this is what she was reading during that weekend. And it was a delight. And you read it, and then you you get it. Oh, good God, yes, I get it. Yeah, I had to, I literally would set the book down and be like, <sighs> and, they're, and they're cracking up, laughing at me. And I was <laughs> like, you don't, you'll you'll see the Just, biggest <sighs> size. And it it happened like at one point it was happening like every five minutes. I was like, oh, here we go. And I would just stop, contemplate my life for a couple seconds, and then get back to it. <laughs> yep. It, absolutely. Why did I? Why did? I, why was this my pick? Okay, moving on. What did Chloe do now? <laughs> so what? What did we think of Chloe when we were first introduced to her? What did we think of that whole bringing her in? All of a sudden, she wants to be part of the family in a way. Wants to get to know her dad and her little sister. What did we think? I always thought it was bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm not buying it. It it wasn't convincing to me in the 
least bit. Right. Well, especially because at the very, very beginning, the, the little tiny paragraph prior to chapter one was, I think that was the most thrillerist part of the book, honestly, was that little tiny chapter prior to, ch- or little tiny bit tra- prior to chapter one, where it was just like, you know, I'm sneaking out of my car, trying yeah. not to make any noise, trying not to let the baby make any noise, and I finally find my spare key, and I get the baby in the car and I get in the car and you look up, I turn it on and yeah. it makes a noise and I look up in the window and she's in the nursery looking out the window with the light on mm-hmm. and then it goes into chapter one. Like that's all it says. And I'm like, well, that's suspenseful. Right. What's going on there? That's where it ended for me. Hmm. I had no more suspense after that. I'm, I'm curious about your guys' thoughts because I I have nothing good to say about the book. Mm. Unfortunately. Back on the Chloe thing. She was she was definitely the most entertaining character in this book. She's funny. Yeah. I mean, just the, the way that she would turn things on uh, Joanne, I thought, was, was clever. And... Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, I'm, <laughs> I'm not about gaslighting or anything. It's just, it to me, it was it the way that she wrote her m- made the end of this book to me make a lot of sense. I thought she was a good, ba- she was a good bad guy. Like she was an easy written villain. Mm-hmm. But I agree. I I think that it made you question things at the end. Based on like how she came forward with what she said to be her truth, supposedly. I'm curious your thoughts since you did not like this. Yeah, I. And I have to preface it by saying that I I think it, I don't even think I was fully past chapter two when I could not get past the fact that although the storyline was different this book uh, i've got i've got hot takes this book is just a poorly written copy of verity the exact i mean the 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 events taking place are different but the premise of the entire story is the same you you've got a character you've got a you've got a female main character who encounters two people the husband her husband and then another woman and one of them's a murderer so i mean if you haven't read verity but one of them's a murderer or both of them a murderer or who is it and then we go back and forth not knowing or knowing, well, one of them's the problem. Which one's the problem? And and then you get to the end, and it's like, oh, this one's the problem. And in the very, very end, you're like, oh, nope, this one's the problem. It literally is the same thing. And this one, this book was written five years later. before Five years after Verity. It, it was hard for me to enjoy any part of this. Because that is how I felt from the beginning and then nothing 
as I read through it, redeemed it. The, the, the writing style, I, it was okay. Like, it was fine. Maybe if the, a different story was written, I'd, I'd be okay. But I didn't like any of the characters. None of them. I didn't, like, I don't know. I didn't really have much, I don't know. <laughs> I just couldn't really find much good about it. I couldn't stand the, I'm, I'm definitely not that kind of, um, I do not enjoy that kind of relationship between spouses. Like you mentioned, it's a very old school way of thinking and I am very not that. Mm-hmm. I can't enjoy, I can't enjoy. I don't find that any sort of appealing whatsoever. And so it, it was just like a drag to me to have her simpering and then have him gaslighting her the whole, like I get nothing out of that. And then honestly, like I, Chloe just didn't really do anything for me because other, you guys are predicting what happens in all these other books. And I'm just like, get until the end and I'm like oh hey yeah whatever but this one I'm like I knew it's her the entire time I I, I from the moment we met her I'm like well the, yeah I, I had no thoughts that it was Richard Heather yeah so I mean that was my there, there's my rant <laughs> but hmm. that's yeah that's kind of my point on the book I didn't get much out of this at all unfortunately I'm really glad you liked it though I'm glad you both mm-hmm. enjoyed it a bit and I'm surprised, Sky, that you enjoyed it as much as you did. I'm it's, not trying to bring you guys down. <laughs> it's funny that you, to me, that you compare it to Verity because I didn't care for Verity. I mean, it, what did I rate Verity off the? Do you have your spreadsheet up? No, I think you rated it like a three-ish. Yeah, you, I know you weren't a huge fan, right? And but I mean, I think I only rated it like high threes, also. But I mean, like, you break it down as it being, like, the same story, but I could compare A Court of Thorns and Roses, A Court of Thorns, Thorn and Roses and Throne of Glass, like, a girl and two guys, oh, yeah. she falls for one and then goes for the other one. I mean, absolutely. There's, I feel like there's similar tropes in all different kind of genres like that. Like, fantasy has similar tropes. I think thrillers have a very similar thing just to try and keep people engaged. And so I think that that's, like, a common thing with thriller books. I mean, I've read multiple thrillers. Even by Stephen King, he uses similar things. From time to time, um, I haven't so, read them. Yeah, so I these. So are just, I get what you're saying yeah. because it is very similar, and we haven't read a lot of thrillers. Like it's just kind of I mm-hmm. think as as a group collectively, we're more into fantasy stuff, which is fine, and like the details are all different. But I think it's it is very similar to Verity. It gave me Verity vibes, like yeah. just the way it was written, and so I see where you're coming from. I mm-hmm. just think it's like a similar trope that it is goes from genre to genre like they all have similar similar aspects that kind of keep a reader in and i definitely get in thrillers the whodunit like i i get that that's not i i'm definitely not complaining about that it's just in my perspective which it's just my perspective to me it, it was they were mirrors almost so yeah, it's I okay. get it. Not your cup of tea. Yeah. I finished it, though. And it, I will say that there have been books that we have read that I had to Push. struggle yeah. mm-hmm. to get through. Like, there are some that we had a couple chapters that I skimmed the paragraphs because I had to get myself through it. This was not one of them. Yeah. 
I, I, I did not hate this. I did not have to push myself to finish this. It was captivating enough to hold my attention to be like, okay, you know, how is this going to end up playing out? How is it, how is the author going to write this to end, to have it play out? Yeah. Even when I feel like I knew the entire story already, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think that there were... It wasn't boring. I think there were moments in the beginning where I got a little bored, though, because I was like, oh, same thing. She's saying something. He doesn't believe her. Or Chloe's gaslighting her, and now she's questioning herself, and then something else happens. I feel like there was moments in the middle where it was kind of like that same repetitive actions Hmm. over and over, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've heard this. I I agree. I think... My biggest problem is the first 150 pages of this book are rinse and repeat. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, you know, oh, I did this, but Chloe contradicts me, and here we go again. Richard's angry at me. And, I mean, it did get it did get a little repetitive until she started, you know, like, I gotta, I gotta look into the past of these two. I gotta figure yeah. out what's going on. Yeah, that was and interesting. Then, and then the book yeah. really, really picked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was an interesting take. Mm-hmm. I didn't see some of that stuff coming. Like the whole, you know, had another baby thing. Yeah, that no. was. I didn't see that one coming. Uh-uh. Um. Yeah, and how she got put into. Um. <clears throat> mental facility essentially or mm-hmm. mental health facility I th- it was an interesting take and it was twisted in a way that even her talking to that investigator who was even putting ideas in her head about like yeah this something's off about this girl you know yeah it just kind of like fed more into it like maybe she is more dangerous but then at the end when she's saying like no it's been my dad this entire time He's not actually leaving. He's coming back, and he's going to kill all of us. Yeah. I'm like, huh. And, like, the more she starts explaining it and go, goes into, like, no, it seems like this, but this is what happened. This is why it looks like this. This is what he did. And I'm kind of like, wait a minute. Hmm. <laughs> I, I'm, some of it made sense. <laughs> no, I, a lot of it made sense. I think the author did a really good job of backtracking on everything and, and pointing the finger at Richard. I was even questioning. I was like, maybe he did do it. Maybe well, she's been. We were. I think I hit like just over fifty percent of the book, and I looked at Jess. I was like, <laughs> Richard is the killer. He did it for the insurance money. She's like, he he's like, he killed the past wife, and that's why Chloe saw somebody talking to somebody. And like, he went through and and said the exact. Uh, situation that in the book Chloe describes to Joanne. Yeah, he, he's like, "That's what I'm predicting happens with the book," mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm I'm just like, "You gotta keep reading." But that's <laughs> funny that you guessed the entire story that she tells Joanne. The only thing like made me question like at the end is because like Joanne didn't come from money, like she didn't have money, and then Chloe's just like, "Oh, well, he's killing me too, so he can have my my half of my mom's." I was like, "Right, but he." Didn't necessarily know, like, you were coming. So that's where I was, like, a little hiccup. And I was like, mm, that doesn't totally make sense unless he just planned all this out, like, the moment you said, hey, I'm going to stay forever. So 
we do we get to the very end and and there is the situation where Richard leaves for a work conference mm-hmm. and and Chloe's planning on leaving in like three or four days once he gets back but she's staying with Joanne and and they're gonna be alone for the next couple days and so Joanne's worried about this because she's hot on Chloe's heels at this point but then that's is it just like the night that he leaves they the day that he leaves that yeah Chloe's like okay we got yeah because we gotta go through this well that's because that's what happened with his previous wife he went away on a trip yeah and then supposedly came back and mom was dead yeah supposedly like hung herself yeah yeah and so that's why she's like hey like he's not leaving he's Mm -hmm. coming back here so she goes through all this stuff and 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 has yeah. the baby and won't give the baby to Joanne. So Joanne's just kind of having having to listen to her, right. having to hear all this stuff, and it's kind of it's clicking with her too. And so she's she's flipping sides at this point. And then Richard does come back and starts acting insane, you know, looking for yeah. His behavior didn't really help his cause. No. Gotta say no. Gotta say he was not. He's got an axe. He's trying to chop down locked doors mm-hmm. and and it it does get pretty i i can't predict at this point who how whose behavior is gonna happen but it does end up with but it does end up with um joanne and chloe and evie going to make a break for it in the truck and richard coming out and this i can't say i predicted chloe shooting his face off with a shotgun yeah no i didn't see that one coming that i did not predict well, and he was defenseless, too, so I'm just kind of like, at that point, I was like, what the hell are you doing? So that, threw, like, yeah. and maybe, maybe it was, you know, emotions from him killing her mom, supposedly, whatever the case. But I was also just kind of like, well, that was a, that escalated a little, a little fast. Because there was, like, no discussion. No. Like, he was, like, down on his knees, had his hands up, and then all of a sudden, it was just like, boom. Yeah. I was like, okay. Good riddance. And, and then it just immediately jumps to How what long? a few months post. Say a f- few months, yeah. Where they're just all living together, happy go lucky. And I did think that this last bit was very well written when they went to visit Chloe's grandma, mm-hmm. Chloe's mom's mom. And how she has. Chloe run to the store real quick and is essentially like, uh, you know my granddaughter's granddaughter's nutso, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> I thought that part was really well written. The grandma's the true hero of the story. <laughs> For real. Cause she starts listing all this stuff off and Joanne's questioning it and she's like, uh, no, that's not how it went. That's not how it went. All that sort of stuff and she's like, No, she she's lied to you. Freaking out. <laughs> I don't even know how you go about, like, coming up with any sort of plan after that. Because you're leaving that house to go back home, home. with this wo- this woman that she essentially does not know. Yeah. Like, she's known her for a couple months at this point. Even, like, when all this stuff happened and they killed Richard, they'd only known each other for a couple weeks. Yeah. This This is where this book gets real interesting for me is after it ends. Because it's like... You know, I, I finished reading it this morning, and my first thought is, okay, well, 
Richard's out of the picture. Richard was the problem for Chloe. So. But he wasn't, though. But he was, because. He was the. Yeah, he was like the only one that knew anything about her past. So I think that's why she was like. And I mean, you know, they very. The grandma very <laughs> explicitly states that. Chloe loved her dad. Yeah. Chloe was a daddy's girl. She wanted nobody else to have. Jealous. Yes. Exactly. So she kills her dad at the end of the book. Mental health issue fixed. <laughs> the problem's gone. But I think, <laughs> and I think she did it because he was starting to listen to Joanne towards the end. Yes. And I think yeah. she saw that. And like, let alone like being jealous of Evie. I think that, like, as soon... I think she warmed up to Evie. I think she would have been okay with Evie eventually because she was, like... She was very nurturing to her. You know, she never did anything that was, like, super in question, putting her in harm's way. But when you think back on it and you now know that Chloe was the issue, the hiding in her room, she says it was to be protective, but what really was it for? And then the bottle of the medicine, Joanne really didn't test the original, so what was she doing with it? I don't think she was doing anything with it. I think she was just being sketch. I think she knew Joanne was watching her. She's a clever girl. I think she knew exactly what she was doing. And I think she saw that her dad was, like, easing into Joanne at the end and was like, okay. And then I think she got pissed. And I think that's why she killed him. I don't think she had this planned out the entire time. This this also brings up the point, too, that, I mean, you know, Richard was very involved with the grandma's life. And we know that he's really good at manipulating people into believing whatever he says. Mm-hmm. So did he manipulate the grandma into thinking that maybe Chloe was the issue and she really isn't? That's a perspective. Hmm. I but, mean, but why wouldn't he ever share that perspective with Joanne? Be- because we saw how he treated Joanne. I mean, yeah, but he it loved her, but he didn't like treat her great. But it wasn't like that all the time. I mean, they still talked. Oh yeah, anytime things were fine, he was fine. But anytime things were questioned, he was not fine. Kind of like manipulators. Yeah, and I mean, you know, say say Richard is the original killer. He doesn't, I don't think he wants the two to get along because he wants to have a rift between them. That way when things, when he comes back to kill him, it makes it a lot more convincing. You know, they're in town and they see Chloe walk away from... Um, Joanne to go hang out with Roxanne and smoke cigarettes. You know, people people notice stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, even just the littlest things can can push a narrative. So you think that at the end of the book, you as a reader are still supposed to wonder who was actually the problem? I mean, I don't think that that's the author's intention. That's just what I got from. Well, the no, that's part. fine. I, I'm just asking. Right. That's 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 a perspective. 
and I kind of, I, I mean, I think, I think that narrative in my head at the end of this book is what made me like it is because it's like, you know, she still, she still puts in these little things that are like, Rich, Richard's totally still a suspect in my, in my head of the original murders. Hmm. What if they both did it and she just double crossed him? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, to me, it's just very open ended, you know. I agree. Huh. I guess for me, it's pretty straightforward. She thought she knew what the problem was, then second guessed herself, and was wrong. <laughs> I also, but I also think that like, but we were never giving like given a definitive yes or no, and I think that Joanne doesn't know how to think for herself. Right. Oh, absolutely. So I think that wh- whoever's going to talk to her and give her something that sounds somewhat convincing, she's gonna, she's gonna believe. I mean, the investigator like put so many thoughts in her head of how yeah. dangerous she was. She didn't think she was that dangerous until she talked to that guy. And he's just like, no, like this, 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 and this. And she's just like, okay, yeah, she's dangerous. And even that, he was just suspecting. Yeah. Interesting. I have to say, after I read the book, I, I didn't think that there could be more perspectives on that. So that's why I like having these discussions. Mm-hmm. It's It doesn't make me like the book more, but it does make me think about it more. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't bad. No, I I enjoyed it. I wasn't a fan, but I didn't hate it. Yeah. It's probably not one that I would like, just like pick up again. It's not like yeah. one of those, but uh, I see, felt the same about Verity. I, I didn't don't think that I'd pick it up again. But. Yeah. I mean, oh. it's an interesting read, but. Th- that's the inherent problem with thrillers, though, right? right. Is you read them one time. Or you watch the movie one time. You're and not then thrilled what, anymore. Right. What's the point in going back and rereading <laughs> it or rewatching it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I get that. So, I mean, I think for, for a one-time read, yeah. I'm okay with this book. Maybe in 20 years when you forget what it's about, but you look at that and you're like, I know that I read that one time. Then you right. can read it again and you can be thrilled all over again. There you yeah. go. There you go. <laughs> or I'll just find another thriller that's the exact same story is verity in this i'm sure we'll read a couple well i think just by skimming the internet i saw one that is compared to both of these also called uh like the woman upstairs or something oh i've heard of it i don't know anything about it and i could be very wrong but i just saw that while skimming i think that's a movie i think they made that one into a movie i might be wrong Mm. i might be thinking of another one that's similar title All right. Amanda, this was your book. What do you uh what do you rate it? A three. Sky. I think I'm gonna go three point two. Two and a half. Cool. Alright. Not a bad book. No, not at all. I mean it was a page turner. I'll give it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a really quick read. I mean, less than 300 pages. If you just need something for spooky month just to yeah, it fit get the, through it. Yeah, it fit the theme well. Yeah, definitely. Booktober. Mm-hmm. What is our second spooky book of Booktober? It is called It Looks Like Us by Allison Ames. 
definitely back here in two weeks with that one. In the meantime, we'll be we'll be going over uh, a spooky kids book on yeah. milk and cookies. Spoopy. Spoopy. Yeah, so make sure to check those out. Well, everybody, thank you for listening to A Court of Books and Booze. Um, if you, if you like what you heard and you heard what you like, you can email us at acobadpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Make sure to go check out the Golden Mojo Entertainment Network of Podcasts. Uh, Mondays, that's The Call Guys. Tuesdays, Golden Image Podcast. Wednesdays, The United States of Paranormal. They're doing Vamp-tober this month. Whoa. So, get wow. your spooky in there. Love it. On Thursdays, The Golden 80s and Indiana Chiefs fans. On Fridays, Murd Nerds. And, of course, us. Also, go check out the website, goldenmojoent.com. Learn a little bit about all of us. Good stuff. See you goblins later. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Bye.